It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Coming to you from the heart of Silicon Valley. Back over to Manny. Splits the defense. His shot. He scores. Manny Whittier with his first of the season. This is Cuda Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Sharks AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. Picked off center. He scores. Shillington behind collision. BL centering feed. They score. Hello Barracuda fans, welcome to another edition of CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, AHL affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. I'm Nick Nolenberger. Today we hear from Roy Sommer for the first time since the Sharks announced in September that he'd be rejoining their top affiliate as head coach. We'll also hear from Barracuda General Manager Joe Will on the value of Sommer in the organization. When it was announced last December, that Oakland native Roy Sommer would be leaving his post in the AHL to join the Sharks coaching staff, it seemed like the end of an era. The AHL's longest tenured head coach and all-time leader in wins and games coached was in the midst of his 22nd season when he got the call from general manager Doug Wilson. As you could imagine, having a job for as long as Sommer did, he had become somewhat of a creature of habit. Sommer had not been in the NHL since the 1997-98 season as an assistant under then-head coach Daryl Sutter. He gave us an idea of the experience and the adjustment he had to make during those first few games with the big club. It was fun. You know, kind of, uh, it took me out of my routine, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, after been, you know, doing that for, you know, 22 years. But, you know, it was, uh, I thought it was a good learning experience again. You know, I hadn't been at the NHL level for years and uh, it was different. You know, that I think it's, you know, it's a lot more intense. I, th- I, I think the, the practices were, you know, much shorter than the ones we had. Basically, those guys, you know, their conditioning is done in the summer and it's not really throughout the year. They get their, their conditioning. A lot of it's through the games they play, um, you know, with the travel and, you know, I, I will miss the playing. <laughs> you know, it, you know, coaching was still coaching, but, you know, it was kind of a new experience for me because I'd never coached the back end before. And uh, so that was different, especially the first few games. It took me, I think, a little while to, you know, I'd, I'd be watching the forwards and then Bernsey goes, who's up? And, oh, yeah, you know, like things happen a little quicker back there when you're just watching the D and you're trying to match against the other team's uh you know, top line and where they're sitting and where they're coming up. So the bench coaching was a little different than, you know, basically running the forwards of the whole bench. If you're the head guy, if sometimes you got to step in, but uh, it was good seeing, you know, being able to coach some of the guys that had come up through me and the organization and, and how they've developed and what they're, you know, what kind of man they turned into be. And so that was an interesting part for me to kind of check out, you know, how, 
they'd matured over the years and, you know, what part of the team or, or, you know, they fell under as far as the pecking order and, you know, how they got along with their other guys. So that part was interesting. And, uh, you know, it was, um, I thought it was fun, but, you know, the organization wanted me to go back to uh, the Barracuda. So, you know, that's what I did. After finishing the COVID-shortened season as an associate coach with the Sharks, it was announced in September that Sommer would be returning back to the AHL as the head coach of the Barracuda, a decision that he admitted that he saw coming. Well, you know, I, I, I think I kind of saw it coming, you know, even at the end of the year. I mean, you know, a new coach comes in and, you know, they don't want to be hamstrung by, you know, telling – them who their coach is going to be or whatever and that's kind of just how it happened I mean you know the whole staff was let go so they had to fill vacancies and you know Reach and I and Abby were in that process and I got a call from Doug and said I was going back to the Barracuda and you know I, I knew it was coming always kind of been a organizational guy and if that's what they wanted then uh, you know that's where I'll, I'll do my best work again. During his brilliant career over 150 players under Sommer's tutelage have gone on to play in the NHL. And even after all these years, getting to tell a player that he had been called up, fulfilling a lifelong goal, well, that never gets old. I think the, the biggest thing for me is to, you know, especially, you know, like if we have an undrafted guy, not necessarily a super high draft pick or anything that eventually makes their way up and they, they and you, you get to give them that first call. Like, you know what, you know, this is something, you know, these guys have been dreaming about their whole life, especially when they got into hockey and, you know, they started moving up the ladder in the major junior or, or, you know, they went to a major college or any college that, you know, in retrospect, but uh, you know, just, you know, seeing him come in and then, you know, going through the development camps and then you get them into main camp and, and then, you know, they have their struggles throughout the, you know, their time in the American league. And then all of a sudden the light goes on and they figure it out. Then they get a couple, you know, you give, you give them that call that maybe they're down with you again. And then all of a sudden, you know, you could see their game changing, you know, to the positive. And then they get the call again, they're getting a little more ice time up there and, and uh, then pretty well they stick and, you know, it's kind of fun to, that you had a hand, you know, a little bit of a hand in their, their success and, and, and then turning into, you know, NHL players and making a good living for their families. And, and uh, you know, that's a reward for me, just kind of watching, you know, the baby steps along the way. Some you have in your house until you're there 20 years old some you have in your house until they're uh, 15 and they're gone. And, uh, you know, like, you know, like a Pavs was a real quick learner and just kind of picked things up all over the place and was in the American League maybe 30 games, never to return. And, and then you got a guy like a, like a Riz Miller or a Klo that or a Chichu that was, you know, two, three years in the American League. And then all of a sudden – you know, they, they take off and, you know, the ones that Rocket Richard winner, you know, playing with Joe and, you know, Chloe, the career he had, I mean, you can go on and on, but, and it's fun seeing them when they're done, you know, like, you know, what are they doing now? And, and, you know, what have they done with their lives? But uh, it was always fun to have a part of it. Barracuda general manager, Joe Will, who has worked with Roy for over 25 years, 
says Sommer embodies everything we want to instill in our Sharks players. Yeah, well, Roy is is just heart and soul, and and you know what you're going to get with Roy. Uh, you know, he embodies everything that we want uh, to instill in our Sharks players, and uh, and the continuity of. Uh, you know, with the rest of the staff, uh, Roy is just tied in with everybody else. So that's why it was such an easy uh, deal to move him up to the NHL, you know, at the end of, end of last year, because he, he knows the organization's goals and, and, uh, and methods and everything else. So he was able to do that. And then, and then to come to the Barracuda again this year, it's, uh, you know, with Roy, it's really about continuity. Will also said he's got an organizational first attitude. Well, you know, Roy's one of those guys that he says to me and he says to Doug and everybody else, uh, his first thing that comes out is, what do you need me to do? And that's an organization first attitude. And, and he means that. Uh, he loves coaching in the American League. He loves coaching in the NHL. Uh, you know, but uh, what he what he knows first is that he wants this organization to do well and to win. And, and that's... Uh, how he approached it. What do you need me to do? And in this case, this year, all the young players, all the all the players that uh, are going to need the development to be ready for the Sharks. You know, he got a glimpse last year of going back up with the NHL. It's a second stint, uh, you know, in the NHL, but just of of working with uh, Boogie and and that made those two uh, even closer. Uh, so that you know that continuity is just going to be there. They can you know they talk to each other daily. Uh, they understand each other very well, and that's exactly what you need. In, uh, in player development. So Roy can, you know, just take everything that Boogie needs. Uh, they talk about the way they play, the, you know, the skill training, everything else, and, and, and go and do that, uh, you know, in the American League. According to Will, the continuity with Roy and Sharks head coach Bob Bugner will help players when they go up and down. But that continuity isn't just exclusive between those two. It is there with the entire coaching, scouting, development, and front office staffs. Continuity and, and, and the staff being close and everything is, it's not just with Roy, it's with Mike Ricci as well. It's with Danny Saverin. You know, they're, uh, we are one coaching and development staff uh, that, that coaches the Sharks and coaches the Barracuda and also coaches and develops our, uh, our unsigned players that we have, you know, throughout uh, Europe and, and juniors and, and college. It's one big staff. And, and that's what I think was really uh, emphasized and, and built over the summer is, uh, is that we are one big staff. So, you know, Roy just uh, happens to be on that, you know, coaching staff and, and, and he coaches Barracuda. Mike Ricci is on the same staff and, and he's, uh, he's now working, you know, a little bit more with the Sharks. Danny Sabrin has, has came in and he's working more with the, with the Barracuda. Navi's moved over to the Sharks. Uh, but it's, it still is one staff. They, they talk daily. Um, you know, we're in the same facility and everything else. So, you know, that, that continuity and that uh, uh, interdependence is there. Known affectionately as the Cowboy, Sommer spends his off-seasons in Montana, hunting, fishing, and living off the land, an off-season pilgrimage he's taken for decades. While COVID has extended his stay longer than he'd hoped, it has also provided an opportunity for reflection and appreciation for his historic career. Sommer says he feels pretty fortunate to be able to stay in the game for as long as he has. Well, you know, Roy's one of those guys that he says to me and he says to Doug and everybody else, uh, his first thing that comes out is, what do you need me to do? And that's an organization first attitude. And, and he means that. Uh, he loves coaching in the American League. He loves coaching in the NHL. Uh, you know, but uh, what he what he knows first is that he wants this organization to do well and to win, and and that's uh, 
how he approached it. What do you need me to do? And in this case, this year, all the young players, all the all the players that uh, are going to need the development to be ready for the Sharks. You know, he got a glimpse last year of going back up with the NHL. It's a second stint, uh, you know, in the NHL, but just of of working with uh, Boogie, and and that made those two uh, even closer. Uh, so that you know that continuity is just going to be there. They can, you know, they talk to each other daily. Uh, they understand each other very well, and that's exactly what you need in uh, in player development. So Roy can, you know, just take everything that Boogie needs. Uh, they talk about the way they play, the you know, the skill training, everything else, and and, and go and do that, uh, you know, in the American League. In a traditional year, the AHL would have been nearly a month into the season. Rosters would have begun to crystallize with players impressing enough in training camp to earn a crack at the NHL. Yet, in late October, Sommer finds himself still in Montana, wondering when he'll need to get back to San Jose. Anyone that could describe this year as something they've ever had before is crazy because it's nothing we've ever seen in our lifetime. You know, you look at it, they suspended the whole country basically for a couple months where everything was shut down, nothing was moving, and and that was kind of worldwide. I mean, who would have thought they'd ever see something like that? And we took off in March. Who would have known that I'd still be here, you know, at this time of the year, you know, October 26th or whatever it is. But, yeah, it's been strange. I mean, right now we we would probably be going, like, looking, like, what kind of team we got right now? We probably played, you know, seven, eight games, went through training camp. You know, where do we fit into the league? You know, how's, you know, how's this guy doing and how, how are we playing? And we'd be kind of analyzing all that stuff. Right now we're just in limbo. And I think uh, we'll stay in limbo till we get a directive from the NHL. Sommer wasn't the only one who saw his role change this offseason. When the Sharks announced their coaching staff for the upcoming campaign, the Barracuda did the same. Jimmy Bono and Michael Chason, who took over as co-coaches after Sommer's departure last year, are once again assistant coaches. John McCarthy, who joined the Barracuda coaching staff following his retirement in December, will now work as a development coach within the organization. And the team added Danny Sabrin as goaltending coach. Sommer filled us in on their communication and game plan for the upcoming year. Once a week we chat as a as a group and kind of you know kind of what the plan is for next year if we do get going and who's going to call what guys you know when you know we have a plan for some Zoom calls for some group uh, but yeah we try to meet once a week you know I think those guys knew it was coming too you know I thought it was a great experience for them like wow you know like you know those guys second year coaches and. And, uh, you know, you're running the show in the American League, which is hard to do. So I'm sure they took a lot from it. You know, I, I know their their jobs are going to actually be a little different this year. You know, we kind of changed things around. I Chaser's going to run the, the power play now. Bones is going to run the PK. You know, it's, it's going to be different for them because they've done it the last couple of years. That was kind of their thing. You know, I was telling them to be, a, you know, more of a rounded coach. And if you get a head coach opportunity, you want to – be able to make sure your finger was in all, you know, different pieces of the pie. And so, you know, they kind of said, yeah, that's, that's, that'll be fun. So, you know, they'll have a little bit different uh, scenario or teaching responsibilities when they get back. So, and it'll kind of get their mind going in different ways and different things to think about. And then we have uh, Johnny Mack, who's going to, you know, kind of fill in for reach, who's going to stay up top and, you know, work with the NHL players and, 
uh, you know, when you, in the practices and stuff. So, you know, his responsibility even grew a little bit more. So, you know, he'll have to put, uh, you know, individual uh, drills together and, you know, be a little different for him. You know, he can help me on, you know, the five on five and the PK and the, he'll just be kind of overlooking everything. And I'm sure the organization has different plans for him to maybe go visit some college kids and junior kids, but, you know, he's uh, well-respected in the locker room, well-respected around the league. And, you know, I think someday he's going to be, you know, he's, he'll be, he's a good coach right now, but he'll be a really good coach, uh, you know, when it's all said and done for him. I could see him running the ship somewhere, you know, pretty smart, great hockey sense, good person. And then we picked up Danny Sabrin, who was coaching Emon for us in the Quebec League. And, you know, Nabby kind of hit it right, hit it off with him right away. And he's been in on all our Zoom chats and, you know, he's got some good ideas for the goalies. And so they'll be well taken care of. So it's a, it's a great staff. It'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I actually can't wait to get going. I liked being up here in Montana, but, you know, it's time to get back to work. If you wondered if Sommer had already begun projecting lineups and rosters for this upcoming year, you were right. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, as a group, we've kind of chatted about guys. We've never really put lines together, defensive pairings together or, or anything. I think the biggest thing, you know, about training camp is if you go in with an open mind and you kind of say, okay, who's going to take this job? And instead of like trying to pinpoint them like Hobbs, you're going to be the number one left winger. I think if you go in with an open mind and go, you know what, let's see where their play is and then let them earn it on their play in training camp. I mean, some guys like, you know, like let's say for instance, we get a true back. I mean, pretty proven, you know, player at the American league level. I mean, you're not going to start him on the fourth line. But, you know, you're going to start him in the top two for sure. But, you know, who's going to, who's he going to get to play with? Uh, a blitz you had a really good camp this year. And you go, man, this could be a really good line. Or blitz you doesn't have a good camp. Then you kind of put it in your, you know, you'll write it down to kind of see who goes with who. But I think you just kind of let them tell you where they're going to play. Thanks for listening to another edition of Cuda Confidential. A special thanks to Roy Sommer and Joe Will for their time. I'm Nick Nolenberger, saying so long for now. <laughs>